Okay, so now we just need an intro. Uh, something like... Friendly sparring with Leo and Joe's. Friendly sparring. The friendliest sparring with Leo and Joe's. Friendly sparring. That's it. Ah, all right, cool. Let's start the show. Yep. Welcome to the Friendly Sparring Podcast. The, the podcast where one of us just shaved their face for an audition and absolutely murdered it, but he looks like a fucking man baby. What's up, guys? That's hey, obviously me. I'm Juice, the man baby. And I'm here with my beautiful mustachioed co-host, Leo. What's up? Yeah, very mustachioed. I'm not going to lie, brother. First time you showed up with a mustache after me knowing you for years of you just having a clean shaven face. The first time you showed up with a mustache, I was like, no, I don't like it. But now... I he love it. It's it. iconic, and I can't imagine you without it. Yeah, he did. Juice has yet to see the knife in my hand yet. Oh, I've seen the knife. It's very small, and also thousands of miles away from me. <laughs> I'll get you. Anyway, um, wow. Okay, so <sighs> man, baby here. Yeah. Um, other man, baby, uh, with a mustache show. And thank you for saying that. I am. Um, I've gotten a couple of compliments on my mustache uh, in the last couple of days. That's great. I, I went to the um, Magic Castle uh, dressed like a motherfucking pimp. Um, but uh, pimp. Yeah. No, you said but, pimp wasn't no I, uh, you know, the Magic Castle is like this big. Um, it kind of has like this L.A. lore, like you only can get invited. Yeah. It's a magician's place. Uh, anyone mm-hmm. that doesn't know about it, it's it's interesting. It's like um. I was going to say, see magic shows there. Google it if you are not in LA and don't know what the fuck we're talking about. Exactly. Uh, so it's like Neil Patrick Harris is on the board. I think he was. Oh, we went, yeah. Oh, not anymore. Point. Yeah, I wasn't sure if he still was. Yeah. But yeah, it was. They actually uh, it did was a, a Lucifer episode on it too. Amazing. I want to tell you guys that the funniest thing I think that I've ever had happen to me in my life, ever, ever um happened at the magic castle um and it it doesn't sound funny but i promise you when it happened i literally was so upset that it happened people in my party thought i was like really like upset because of what i had just seen but i was so upset because i don't think anything will ever be funnier than this ever so we're in the magic castle right we're walking around we went to our first show um and we're just kind of going to the random rooms that are around that you 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 go to um that are in there and there is this piano that plays whatever you tell it to, and there is no one there, um, uh, like playing. It's just like you say, "Hey, you know, I did." Uh, hey, um, Irma is her name. Play the thong song by um, by Cisco, and it did, uh, and it was amazing. But anyway, before that happens, I thought you would have gone with some Rick Astley. It's kind of in a back room um, and you can see through the bar to see wh- what the room looks like. Right. Okay. And it was kind of busy in there and we didn't want to go in. So the girl that's um, that's with me and, and with my good friend, Tyler, we're walking and she's like, Oh my God, we got to go see this. And we don't go in the first time because there's too many people. Then the second time she's like, okay, I'm rushing in. There's now no, no one in there. We go in the room and there's a woman on the floor with like, <laughs> four people around her right and the funny part comes from everyone in my group did the exact same shoulder shrug 
and walked and turned back the fuck around and walked out of the room. And I couldn't stop <laughs> thinking about how funny it was. Yeah. It was oh, the weird, like we were, it was, everyone was like talking, you know, right before we got in the room. And then it, it was just, and then we walked out and I, no concern for the woman, but we all reacted the exact same way. And I was like, very rarely in life do bits happen, like actually happen. And yeah. it was a hundred percent a bit like I've never been a part of a unintentionally been a part of a bit and I couldn't yeah. stop laughing about it. And, Amazing. and then, um and then the 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 girl i was with was kind of like upset that i was laughing at the situation but i was like hey like you know i'm not laughing at the situation like the woman is fine she got up and everything was good but i'm just saying that um you know it was uh it was it was it was probably the funniest thing that's ever happened to me so go to the magic castle for a good time and just remember you got to spend a lot of money to get in there because it's fucking expensive yeah yeah so anyways and Juice just killed his Hamlet audition, so. Yeah, I, uh, the reason why, and obviously only the people, all our lovely patrons who are watching this on video will, will know this, but the reason why I shaved my face, I look like a fucking, I literally look like Vincent D'Onofrio in Daredevil as mm-hmm. fucking Kingpin. I'm literally like, Very much. oh, wow, must have like fucking yeah, terrible. Yeah. Well, uh, anyway, <laughs> um, I did it because I auditioned for Hamlet and the director right. wanted someone younger. And I was like, bitch, you don't think I'm younger? <laughs> bitch, you you think I'm an old man? You're about to see what a fucking man baby looks like. And they're like, oh, who's fuck that man baby? I, I shaved my face and he was like, oh, who's this teenager that's never done children before? You? Oh my God, that's Juice. Yeah. And uh, I did a uh, model from the Winter's Tale and he was like, he was crying. I made him yeah, cry. Cried immediately. You see? Yeah. Left the room. Sobbing. Yeah. He's like, I can't even look at you right now. Yeah, he crashed. Uh, yeah, he crashed his car into the river. Yeah, obviously I'm exaggerating, but he did like. I was expecting right. him to just be like, "Wow!" But like the way he reacted was like, "That was beautiful." The passion you brought, and I was like, "That's right. That's Man, fucking that's my right. Fucking job." <laughs> you don't think I have a fucking degree in this? You don't think I've been doing this since I was in diapers? That's what you should have said. That's exactly <laughs> what you should have said. Because I would have loved that. Don't um, act so surprised. Who the fuck you think you're dealing with here? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. You don't know well, I'm fucking related to Lawrence Olivier. <laughs> yeah. Hey, what the fuck? Um, but for real, uh, I really do hope you're able. I, you know what? Honestly, you. I know he I know he was saying like maybe not Hamlet, but guess what? Hamlet. Yeah. Guess what? Hamlet. Uh, honestly, I heard that, that someone else was really good. And like, if they get it, I'll be like, okay. Um, yeah. Because I think I, like I went, I went into it going, um, I would not accept any other role, but after the, talk, the audition of the talk we had, I'm like, I would, I would probably accept something else. Yeah. Uh, especially because they, this. they offered me something else. If you ever, if you ever heard in Hollywood, how like sometimes certain actors will take a role so they can get another role. It's like, they make a deal. Like that's what this could end up being. Absolutely. And that's all I can say at this point. <laughs> um, uh, great. Well, it sounds like we had some pretty busy weekends. And you know who had a very busy weekend? Almost every single London fighter on that bro. fucking card. It was crazy. It, it was crazy. I mean, I, I don't think there's anybody on Twitter um, or anywhere really was like, everyone was saying this, and I'm already saying it, 
this was better than a lot of pay-per-views. And I was like, uh, 100%. not going to lie. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, like and, 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 you know, like peel back the curtain a little bit, like whenever we are doing our prep for the show and we're deciding which prelim we want to cover, it's usually pretty clear that there's two that we mm-hmm. want to highlight. And it's like, all right, which one do you want to do? We sat here for like five minutes going, shit, well, that was a banger too. There wasn't a single dud. No. Except for the fact that Amakwan Amir Khani should have done the, the right thing, which was to lose to Mike Grundy. He didn't have to win. He, <laughs> right, he didn't have true. to try his hardest and, and get that submission. He could have fucking let Mike Grundy beat the shit out of him so that his father could have watched. His father, by the way, actually looked like Vincent D'Onofrio and the fucking Daredevil. Um, right. But no, like it was, it was just, it really was amazing. And there, there are other like more important fights on pay-per-views and like sometimes you ended up with like five round wars or whatever, but like, mm-hmm. dude, I'll take a fucking night like this where it's like everything delivers. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, yeah, now welcome to the show. Our good friend, Kevin Shiley. Kevin Shiley, baby. Uh, you know, just live in life. Who are you people? My favorite part is that Kevin also knows that this is for our patrons. Like this is my favorite part of this joke um, that we get a video portion so they can see him, but our listeners have no idea what he's talking about. No Anyways, idea. ladies and gentlemen, Kevin Shiley for you. He can, yeah, they barely can hear him on the microphone. Anyway, That's whatever. Good. That's good enough. Um, guys, <laughs> this is a, a good um, place for us to stop the podcast and say, we're just not doing it anymore. I'm done. <laughs> we're walking. I'm walking out. All right, have a good no one. the fuck you're not. No, yeah, you're right. Um, <laughs> but like, I'm not uh, letting that happen. It's been it's been some time since we've all um all hung out together. I mean, it's been a very long time. A very long time. Um, so since my wedding, pretty I've much crossed and gone off in different directions. That's true. Absolutely right. Um, so Kevin, what was your choice for prelim of the night? What is fighting? Ah, okay, cool, cool, cool. <laughs> so uh, Kevin does not watch UFC uh, at all. Those of you. I don't know why I'm here. Yeah, he just happens to be in the room. He came actually yeah. in through that window. That I'm, window. I'm actually intending to ransack the place. <laughs> He's gonna rob me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> He's casing the joint right now. Yeah. But, I'm not very good at my job. But we figured we'd have him in here and we chat. Uh, and he's here and he's a good friend of me and Juice and yeah. he's here. Whoop. So let's talk about my prelim pick and then we'll ask Kevin what he thinks. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead with your prelim pick, Leo. All right. So my pick is uh, uh, Jack Shore versus Tamir Valiev. Tamir Valiev. Tamir Valiev. Um, yeah. Just phenomenal, um, phenomenal striking from Jack. Uh, Tamir was getting, I mean, in the third round, I really thought Jack was going to put him away. Like I really like the way that Tamir was wobbling and moving was insane to me. Cause I, he, he got punched really hard, but obviously, you know, Russians are going to Russian um, or wherever he's from. Um, yeah. Don't care. Um, but uh, you know, Jack Shore really got the win um, and, and took it to him. Um, so yeah, that's my point. Yeah, no, I honestly like almost picked this one, but I was like, I got to go with, uh, you got to go with, with, who you with my go? man, Paul. Paul Craig, the fucking bear Jew. Oh, my God. Kevin hates that nickname. He doesn't even know the context. But, yeah. Listen, man. It's He's a... going to go into that ring with a bat in his hand. He he yeah. actually is. Well, first of all, he fucking walked out with an arm. Because um, uh, he actually is Scottish, 100% Scottish. And they did a full coverage on him. And he did the war paint 
Uh, he's a fucking badass. Took a 23 and me test. Uh, and knew it 100%. The results online and, TV. and 100% just wait, the second, you know what? That's what happened. The second that he found that he out, he was Scottish because he's American. Uh, he started doing a Scottish accent and living in Scotland for the past uh, all of his 10 life. years. Yeah. <laughs> he also, you know, on top of that, had to completely uh, get a new identity, everything. Yeah. 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 And that's why he's called the Bear Jew. Um, yeah, when he was born, the doctor put that little vial in his hand for that 23andMe gives you, and they're like, eh, baby, spit in this. Yeah. And they just catch the, the, the drool, like just trickle into yeah. the thing. And they're mm-hmm. like, okay, uh, we'll wait for the results to come back to let you know whether or not you can take him home. Because in Scotland, if you don't pass the fucking DNA test, that's it. We all yeah, know that. It's true. They have, they send him to whichever country has the highest nationality. Yep. Yeah. And then, without the parents. And then that's how he yeah. became the bear Jew. Um, <laughs> It's it's actually amazing that that fight, Kevin, was was pretty pretty funny yesterday because uh, everyone online was saying that um, Paul Craig um, is the only fighter that will successfully look like he's uh, knocked out and then not be and win. Um, yeah. So he just faints the whole time. No, pretty much thing. what pretty much what happened was he'll he be was like losing really badly. Like he yeah. got the shit kicked out of him. He's like on the ground. The other guy's on top of him, the face. Yeah. Him, and he's like dodging some of them but like also eating some like just kind of hitting it and then wraps his legs around the guy's fucking neck yep. squeezes chokes him out yep chokes the guy out immediately and the and uh nikita krylov knocked him pretty hard to be honest with you like he was there was a part where everyone was saying on the broadcast that like his eyes were like glazed over paul, paul craig's but he even said like well he was like yeah i was just get, waiting for the space i was just waiting for him to give me more space and then eventually he pulled back and and he got the triangle and it was an amazing performance of the night um Fuck so yeah. thanks kevin yeah thank you glad, glad i could help thank you it's been great and i loved his post-fight interview too just bringing oh, that energy i loved everything about it you gotta love it and how's about um, michael bisping being um so uh great on the mic like uh, not, not, not also great sure he was drunk he was just yeah he was just so um like really soaking in like pausing and waiting like every british fighter anyone that was not american like he was just like yeah. giving them their time to talk and like really really letting them showing his in bias the crowd. 100 uh, absolutely 100 showing his bias uh, yeah training is uh, an important aspect hey listen he was in triple x he was in triple x he was in twin peaks with yep. david lynch the show mm-hmm. he was in fucking this one uh netflix show that i think is called that warriors one. or something oh yeah, like, yeah, yeah. He, he's posted clips about it where it's like he has a lot of acting work i think his i think his agent is arnold schwarzenegger's son or something like that. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. The he, other famous Schwarzenegger. Got it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But anyways. Interesting. Interesting. Bro, side tangent. Did you see Arnold Schwarzenegger's video where he talked about Russia? I did not watch that six-minute uh, video. Yes. I think it's like nine minutes. Eight, oh, eight right, 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 right. But yeah, to me, it's, it's a long video. I watched the last one he did where I felt like it was about how Trump is bad or something like that. I was uh-huh. like, this is the content I want to see. Was and it the, the bobblehead uh, one? Is that what you're talking about? Maybe. This is a few years ago. I mean, I don't... Talking to a bobblehead Trump. Maybe. Well, I don't I remember there being swords in the background. Yeah, it sounds like Arnold. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, this time he was like... Oh, I remember that one. I want to talk to you about Russia. But first, we have to talk about my history with Russia. Or whatever. Okay. And I feel like it was building up to a pivot where he said, 
all this to say Putin is dangerous because I think he did allude to that in the beginning. I think it's not like a pro-Russia video, but it, it's very pro-Russia at the beginning. <laughs> he's like, he's saying they're like, oh, he even said his dad was a Nazi. Yep. Which I didn't know that. They're Austrian. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I mean yeah. there are Nazis in other places than Germany. Well, no, of course. I just, I just was like, it's not by default kind of. No, no. His dad, yeah. his dad saw the call from Hitler. And was like, let's go, hey. <laughs> let's go, run him up, run him up. It was like Charlottesville. He yeah. talked about like meeting this Russian bodybuilder when he was like 14. That was like the strongest man in the world at that time, and just set a record or something. And he was like, I shook his hand. He had a full-grown man's hand and I had a boy hand. <laughs> it was so weird. And then he was like, I had a post in my room and my dad was like, take this down <laughs> because he fought along against the Russians in, alongside the Nazi army in, German, in World War II or whatever. I was like, <laughs> You cannot bro, like him. Also, is... when you grow up, you're going to still have boy hands. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's what he kept saying. <laughs> uh, I feel like I should... Uh, watch the rest of the video, <laughs> but like, okay. I got <laughs> listen, you saw the important bits. Boy, oh, I love it. But then it because it was why because he goes, and my relationship with Russia did not end there, in oh, fact, okay. it goes deeper. It for three more oh, it, it like, goes deeper. He was like, I met him again. The gentleman, I forget the bodybuilder's name, bodybuilder, I, yeah. I met him again in Moscow when I went for the filming of the movie Red Heat, and then oh, like wow. there was clips of him like standing with Johnny Knoxville in Russia, like. <laughs> I think at that point I was like, hey man, I'm waving this off. Yeah, I'm done with this video. That's pretty It funny. was all actually just a promotional stuff for previous work. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Expendables 4 coming to a DVD near you. <laughs> Contractually obligated to make this promo. I was supposed to do it by yeah, yeah, but... <laughs> Could you imagine? And at the end, oh. he takes off his skin suit and he's actually Putin. Oh, uh, whoa. I do like that one. <laughs> what a great twist. He's like, so just let you know, Russia, it's not all bad. And yeah. then take that. Yeah, it's me. It's bomb I was wondering why you were doing a, a very Russian Austrian accent. <laughs> well, <now>. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I used to be like, I used to do a really good Arnold uh, impersonation. And I feel like his, um, his, his English has gotten better. Like his accent is different. So I was like trying to do an imitation Lesson of what it. I saw, which oh, was yeah. not like a full Arnold. Yeah, but it's definitely you know, full Arnold. Yeah, yeah. So it's obviously <laughs> but full it's definitely Arnold. full Arnold. So yeah, my impersonation just now was bad. I'm not yeah, normally just okay. bad guys. Yeah, but normally, yeah, normally it's not. Um, all right, well let's uh let's go ahead yeah, and let's move on to the main card. To the main card. Um Jai Herbert kicked the fuck out of <laughs> Ilya um Tapuria in the face, knocked him down, and then he uh Ilya Tapur got up knocked knocked Jai Herbert down killed him literally killed him by the way both both um both the big knockouts from from the main card were scary yeah <laughs> both back-to-back ones were scary they have- England did not uh they, they didn't tell the people the camera people to pull away because both both fighters nope. had their head their eyes in the back of their heads like it was yeah creepy <laughs> i wish they zoomed in on like they did on fucking guido canetti last week they just like zoomed in on the fucking yeah like, no that was yeah, close his, up on him. his knockout was right on the button just jai harper did not you know what's weird it, there, uh our listeners will know like a trend of the last few weeks like for probably more than a month the last few cards I haven't been able to watch the prelims and I haven't usually had time to go back and rewatch them. Right. 
this time, like, and it was because of the show I was just in. <clears throat> the show's over. I watched the whole card start to finish. Except this fight, the Ilya Taporia Di Herbert. I had to run a quick errand and come back. But I came in right at the start of the post-fight interview and saw the clip of the finish. And I was like, mm. it's good enough. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's I mean, all I need to see. Like, it was it was amazing, dude. And then, like, Ilya Taporia was like, can I say that? That post-fight was weird. It was, it was weird, weird because Michael Bisping was interviewing him. And also... Exactly. Because Bisping asked him a legitimate question about, like, oh, talk us through the finish or how did it go? And he just... He... he jumped the gun and made it seem like he wasn't going to get an opportunity to call out Patty. He was like, I want to fight Patty Piblet. He's a bitch. Uh, and I was like, okay. And Bisma was like, that's great. So that's your next fight. What about this one that I just asked? <laughs> like, oh, Listen, yeah. we don't look to the past. Only the future. <laughs> yeah, that's what he should have said. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I wish he had said that. That fight already happened. What are you talking about? I'm talking about the next one. <laughs> like yeah, but, but it just happened. <laughs> That's old news. That was like 10 seconds ago. I can't believe we're still talking about it. I can't think like that. Um, but no, it was, it was an amazing, amazing knock knockout. Jeez. Yeah. I mean, and then like, how do you go from that to an even more amazing knockout? Oh um, my God, dude. I'll tell also, you how, by being meatball fucking Molly. Yeah. Um, so Kevin Molly McCann is this lady here on the on the left of the screen, and she is uh, she is uh, from Liverpool, proper uh, proper Scouse girl. So yeah, I would say even more so because people were saying like, "Oh, here comes we need a translator for Patty." I was like, "Guys, you need a translator for Molly." Molly, I was like, "Whoa, it's it's Patty's is pretty bad, but hers is super." It was like Patty. Patty's speech is slow because he's yeah. dumb. Molly was like, Molly also gets more emotional. When you're more emotional, your dialect comes out more. Like the last fight she won, she goes, it, it was like, talk us through the fight. How you feel? And he was like, I just want to bevy lot. I'm buzzing. Yeah. <laughs> like, it was amazing. Like this fight, she was just like, I fucking told you. We worked on that combo all camp. And like, oh my yeah, God. And she just went off. But that knockout will probably be talked about for women's MMA in a, for a very That long. knockout belongs in the Smithsonian. Yeah, it was pretty good. It was turns an out knockout. Scouse lesbianism is the best base for MMA. We're figuring stuff out. We are we are evolving. We're learning. Yeah. Honestly, um, like the the way that fight, oh, she because she beat Luana's ass for two rounds and yeah. just like basically emptied the tank. And I was like, I was like, uh, I've never seen Molly fade. But I'm kind of worried. Yeah, that's what I felt in the third and round. And then, too. like third round, Luana was like P- pushing the gas. Yeah, she she finally found her rhythm and like started landing. Like, I was like, oh no, oh no. Yeah, yeah. And then she landed a spinning elbow from hell, and I was like, fuck yeah, dude! I screamed. I yeah, screamed. Yeah, it was amazing. I well, I got up. Yeah, literally, I got up. I got up. Yep, from the middle of a blowjob. I literally just <laughs> popped right up. I mean, I said, stop. I said, I said, stop. Not today. Not today. Said. Not coming today. Molly McCann's getting an elbow and I'm getting a blowjob. Bye. <laughs> Walked out. Walked out of the room. Um, but it was amazing. Uh, I'm going to do the rest the pop, of the podcast The pop, like in, <laughs> the pop in, the, in the arena was was phenomenal for her. Um, oh, yeah, dude. I was actually surprised. Not surprised. That whole arena yeah, was, was just so fucking loud. So loud and also like 
when when Patty asked him to sing with him, and he was like, "Justice for the '97, Justice." Yeah. Like, I I expected it to be like a small section, or like, oh yeah, that's where the Scousers were. The whole fucking arena did it. I was like, yeah, it was pretty phenomenal. That's amazing. Yeah, that's amazing. Everyone synchronized singing is definitely a good sign of a good crowd. Yeah, that's how I feel. I feel like that's sarcasm, but I'll go with it. No, basically, everyone before you go to a live event has to get together and learn a song. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Harmonies. You have to like audition everything. to buy a ticket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Like, sing your part, please. Thank you. Yeah. We'll hand out sheet music. Oh, I'm <laughs> sorry. We already have enough altos. Uh, you out? Yeah. <laughs> have you guys? Here. Can you sing soprano? Yeah, you try. Maybe, maybe try your mix. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Don't, worry about it. Don't, worry about it. Yeah. don't come in. Don't come in. <laughs> yeah, anyways, uh, yeah, just forget about it. You're you're caught. Yeah. You can't come to this a fighting event anyway. Um, yeah. So I mean, it leads us to uh, Gunnar Nelson against uh, Takashi Sato. Um, so a lot of people thought this fight was was. Uh, more boring or, or just like the uh, of of the fights but honestly gunner nelson just got like uh, takashi uh in every round he just did the exact same like takashi just uh missed a punch or missed a faint and then just gunner took advantage took him down and then just got on his back and body triangled him and just kept punching him in the face honestly i would have to go rewatch this fight to confirm but this fight went exactly how I remember in my head Gunner's fight with Damian Maya, but on the mm-hmm. reverse end, obviously it was happening to him. Like yeah. Damian Maya just got on his back and beat the fuck out of him for three rounds. Right. And that's exactly what happened here. Like he was just wailing on him. It, and it was almost like the guy knew it was like, okay, this guy's fucking rear naked choke game is really good. I need to cover. And he like went right away to frame and like, cover up his hand and like wasn't even he didn't even care that the punches were coming on this side too he was just like no i'm gonna protect from the choke that's all i care about it, it was close on the third round i mean gunner had uh son, almost had his neck and then it just just never went through but yeah the guy did uh, sato did a good job of tucking his chin because he was like it looked like he could have been under but it looked like it was more on the jaw and yeah, i was like absolutely. Oh, it's just gonna that, be painful neck crank but sato's um, tough as hell dude i mean that yeah. props for that like it's not. It's not usually like something you should praise because, like, hey man, if you do that every fight, you're, you're not fucking gonna win. You're not gonna brain win. damage for yeah, exactly. fucking not enough money. But, um, yeah, I'd love to see that. Gunner is one of my favorites, so I'm really glad that he's uh, he's fucking back. I I remember I just re re listened to our our last episode. Uh, I forgot that Gunner is one of my favorite fighters. I mentioned that in the last episode. Yeah, good. Well, I'm happy that you said that. Um, Patty Pimlet, dude. Yeah. Um, so obviously, you know, Kevin seeing him for the first time and it's this guy right here with a great haircut. Um, it's brilliant. Yeah. Very scouts. Got a Beatles haircut. Yeah. Very, very Beatlesy. Um, I was about, I was the words amazing fighter were about to come out of my mouth, Mm. but that's not, you would have stopped doing this podcast. Actually, Yeah. That's not necessarily the case for him. I'm not saying that. I mean, these fighters are now kind of openly admitting their, their weaknesses um, no just like their negotiation i mean him and sean o'malley are really leading that whole like what do i i'm not fighting anyone in the top 15 why i have a i have a really bad contract right now like not bad it's not bad they're getting paid a lot of money but i just mean like they're like i'm gonna wait for more money and then, then we can start talking but i might as well build my record which is kind of opposite of what patty is saying that's kind of been my problem but anyway well someone asked a question about this later but um he really came in there. The arena fucking went 
bananas. Uh, and honestly, like Patty catching catching Vargas in the in the rear naked was was great. I mean, he fucked him. I'm glad that Michael Kevin, Kevin's like, on his bullshit. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah they yeah, caught him in the rear naked and fucked him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just, just like, you know. What are you guys watching? Gay porn? What is? Yeah. I, I'm not one to judge. Okay. No. Thank yeah. you. We love that about you. Either fighting or gay porn. Yeah. Doesn't matter. Fighting during gay porn. Oh, I like that idea. Yeah. Everyone's just fighting and they're like, oh, is there a guy in a rear naked choke? Like, yeah, someone's yeah. getting grounded down. How you doing, Juicy? That, that reminds me of something I wanted to say, but I don't know if I should talk no, about it. No, you say it. You unleash well, yourself. Late, just say it anyway. Uh, One time I was grounding patting my girl. Yeah. No. <laughs> no. It's not about me. No. I watched this porn one time. Oh, okay. Right. Here we go. First of all, you're on a microphone. I don't know why you're You're lowering his voice that. down. This is being recorded. Listen, I don't want anyone hey, to hear me. It's for effect. Oh. If if I said it loud, <laughs> you think that would be going like this one time on Pornhub? Like, <laughs> wait, I'm sorry, I'm por- on yeah, porn, on Pornhub or porno? I couldn't hear. Uh, both. Oh, okay, per- you, you can't one. say both words. That's not how it works. No, I said porno, yeah. but it was on Pornhub, and that's what I. Yeah, meant. it was on porno. Yeah, porno. Uh, but anyways, it was on Pornhub. Go on. Anyway, it was like, it was it was like a girl on girl grappling match, and they were fighting for the strap on. And they would That's like, amazing. I, I want to say it was like similar to combat jujitsu where they could like hit each other or something. Cause I remember it being like, it was kind of rough. It wasn't like just straight grappling, but there was like grappling and wrestling. And then like, you know, like a strap on you have, it's like the harness or whatever. And you have to attach the thing. Like they each had a harness and there was only one like dildo or whatever. And they were like fighting over it. And, then one, and it was just so like, it was funny. Too. Like, it, like at the same time, it was like kind of hot, but at the same time, I was like, this is for goddamn ridiculous. I couldn't even like get off to it. But so the, everyone like, knows while Juicy's watching all the MMA fights, this is where mine's really at. Yeah, yeah exactly. But, but also more importantly, please send me the link to that video. <laughs> yeah, and, more and importantly, the, I'm going to post the, it on our Patreon. <laughs> And the yeah. reason why is there's a website that I, I've gone to that I recommend everybody go to. It's just really funny. It's called efucked.com. Um, if you've never been, it's it pretty like much just, world, but just yeah, porn. it's pretty much it's an old website. I don't even know if it's still active. I'll I'll check in a second. Uh, tonight. Um, but uh, right after this. Yeah, but pretty much it's um it's just porn bloopers. Um, <laughs> That's it's just great. Like, a, like it's it's just like it's not meant for a it's just like meant to be like look at this fucking weird old porn. Um. <laughs> And it's uh, like it's like where a guy's like, oh, let me put my pee pee in your bottle. Yes. All of that stuff are like weirdly themed and stuff like that. But that sounds that sounds pretty funny. The idea like you're like, it's kind of hot, but also like, bad Jimmy Stewart impression. Like if Jimmy Stewart was doing porn, but didn't know how to do it. You want this dick? I'll roll a lasso and I'll pull it down for you. Oh, Jimmy, Jimmy Stewart. Stewart. <laughs> he would have been Jimmy Hat Stewart. Is what did you order a pizza? <laughs> did you order a pizza? <laughs> wow, porn themes. You want me to clean out your pipes? I'll clean out your pipes for you. <laughs> well, just show me where the cabinet is, and I'll clean all those pipes right now. 
That's the only thing we can bring up right now is it's a wonderful life. So it's just, it's a wonderful cock, you know, whatever, fuck it. Oh, I think shit. it's like the main Jimmy Stewart thing I've ever seen because I, I honestly did one, it's a wonderful life for Christmas this past year. You did it's a wonderful cock, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. he's yeah. in that very interesting porno with the lesbians trying to put on the strap yeah. on. Yeah, yeah it's a t- never referee. First of all, the idea that they, they said they were fighting for the strap was really funny. Yeah, yeah, it's exactly. Really and like, the, it was like legit, like, must have been in an MMA gym somewhere because like they were in an MMA cage. Like that's what I'm saying. Like it, it was like, oh wow, that's what I, I want to know more about it. Wow. And they had like, uh, they each had a record up there, and it wasn't like, <laughs> okay, kind of know what it like. Obviously fake. It was like one and two or like two and hours. And I was like, you clearly have done this. And All right. So what like, are the uh, yeah? What are the odds that Justin Kish is also a part of that network? Yeah, Justin, yeah, Justin Kish. <laughs> no. <laughs> to explain to Kevin. Let's see. She's not on here. She's oh, not on here. Bad. Well, not on here. Trust so... me, too bad, because if she would have been, we would have been the first thing we talk about. First thing um, we talk about. Kevin, there's this fighter named Justin Kish. Maybe while I'm explaining it, you should pull up Justin Kish versus Felice Herrick. Um, <laughs> Justin Kish fought someone named Felice Herrick. Now, you may know who Felice Herrick is, uh, just because she was actually on, uh, she did two seasons of American Ninja Warrior. Um, so she has like some sort of like, so you may be just taking a picture, but like, oh, I know who that is. Her nickname was like Little Bulldog. I don't know if you, anyway, Justin Kish fought Felice Herrig. Okay. And Felice I, I'm, Herrig. I'm showing him the video right now. Yeah. And it's playing some weird jazz yeah, music. Yeah, you know, I'm just going to have an old timey. Is that the ad or is it in the background of the fight? I'm, I'm glad that you guys are taking part of your podcast. Uh, oh, yeah, but yeah. Did, you, did you see? I feel like this is like a two girls, one cup reaction video. Like, we got to see Kevin's reaction when he sees the, the poopy. This happened on live TV. She's... <laughs> and the ref steps in it. And that ref. Oh. <laughs> imagine, imagine if the ref, like, like he slipped. <laughs> slipped on it. I would have loved it. <laughs> But anyway, we have uh, constantly made like I we referenced I've it like so once, many once every episode, if jokes. not every other episode. It's ridiculous, just because we kept talking about the option of like what happens if she did it again, then everyone would remember her forever. Like obviously everybody already knows that, but if it happened again, to be the person to do it twice is even more hilarious. Um, and I'm telling you, like since we started doing the podcast, there was one weekend where Leo was in Massachusetts, and I drove up and we watched the fights together, and she was fighting, and her opponent had her in a body triangle, which is when you have your legs around your torso and it's like locked in, and I was like, is she? gonna squeeze the poop out so anyway dude anyway anyway now we know that justin kish is probably going to be involved in some scat porn we got it fighting for the strap yeah fighting for the scat anyway any dang old way um fighting for the strap uh you know is going to be patty pimlet um and uh yeah i mean like i said give me the fucking strap mate he goes by patty the baddie patty the baddie um, but it, his his celebration, everything was cool. I mean, like I said, he he's not amazing, but you know, he passed his first two um, UFC you know fights with pretty flying colors. Although I will say, both fights happened the exact same way. Like, got rocked in the first yeah, couple of seconds. True. Got really rocked, and then everyone's like, "Oh, oh!" And then all uh, of a sudden, way, he's like, I thought it was hilarious after he got rocked by the first guy who's not even as good as the guy he was facing. Mm-hmm. 
And in the in the promo video leading up, he was like, I'll be surprised if he lands even fucking one punch on me. I was like, I'll be surprised if he doesn't. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah like, I'll be surprised if you land one punch. The guy yeah. fucking lit him up, dude. Yeah, he really uh, fucking did. So, yeah, I mean, Patty, I think Patty winning is good for the UFC, if I'm honest. Like, especially like when, like, as much as I don't like Patty, Mm-hmm. I like his friendship with Molly. Like Molly really loves him. He's like, this me, that's me little brother. Like she fucking loves him. And like, yeah. And also like just the, 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 it, it may, really made the arena like fucking light up. And honestly, like <clears throat> pretty much the, the next three are hot, hot, hot bangers for the UK. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause you know, the next fight, you know, sad to say that Dan Hooker lost um, against Arnold Allen, but Arnold Allen looked like a freaking beast. Oh. Like he Jesus. really, like he said this in, and I was watching the post show. He said this in his interview with Laura Sanko. And I was like, you couldn't have been more self-aware when you said this. He was like, when I fight someone that's as good as Dan Hooker, or that's who's that good. I step it up. Like he clearly like really raised the up. bar on himself. Like, you know, I, and also like to, to kind of, I don't want to pick apart Dan Hooker's um, fighting stuff because, you know, he's fought some such amazing fighters, you know, and just really, really had one just that, that year that he became hot, I think was 20, either 2019 or 20, 2020 was when he got like super red hot. And then like, you know, now he's kind of not doing so well. I will say that his knees, uh, when he, the way he was throwing the knees at uh, Arnold after he'd gotten like rocked a couple of times, I was like, oh, oh he's not there like he's not even like aiming he, he was yeah, just like was his death perception was off yeah so um you know we're good on good on arnold for winning um i do feel bad for dan i'm interested to see what what happens to him after this maybe they'll go back up i don't know but we'll see. i just remembered his fucking remember i said uh i want arnold to win because of the weird ass post-fight interviews he gives mm-hmm. and like the one time he fucking bought his dad and he was like oh he's on steroids but not me i'm clean as a whistle or whatever it was so funny bro and his dad in- beat the shit out of him <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, that would have made great content in this one he said he was like oh mike you told me to wrestle i'm english we don't fucking wrestle in the backstage post-show interview with laura sanko he fucking referenced that he was like oh, at one point i slipped there was a bit of butter on the cage he was like, yeah, I think someone was eating a sandwich and some butter fell. I think Bisping was eating a sandwich and the butter slipped out. I think he was trying to get me to wrestle by making me slip. I was like, it was so weird too because with his with his dialect, Laura Seiko couldn't hear him. She fucking was so like fucking uh, Paul Rudd and forgetting so much like, yes, I like from London. Like she was like, <laughs> yeah, like well. he, he said something about the butter on the cage. She was like, a bit bar. <laughs> I was like, okay. How offensive. <laughs> but then like he said it again and she's like i was like oh i thought you said butter he's like no no no, i, I did i did say uh, butter like he tried an american uh, dialect. it was it was so fucking awkward and weird but hilarious at the same time yeah you love to see it but and then the dad yeah. came and beat the shit out of him. <laughs> how dare you talk to laura Sanko yeah. like that yeah, um exactly. but um you know i mean arnold set it up for um for tom aspinall to go in there and do work Guys, I, 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 I'm going to go ahead and say it. I, I mean, by the end of the year, uh, I, I think Tom, Tom Aspinall will be in title contention. I, I, yeah. I, I don't. He's 
really fucking fast. <laughs> like, yeah, it's not even it's not even he moves like a middleweight. Yeah, it, it's ridiculous how fast that motherfucker is. And and, you know, I I liked him for that. The interview he had um, the with, KFC uh, with John yeah, Gooden. So, with John Gooden, such a good interview, but, but I don't know, like he said, like, uh, you know, he's born for this and, and last night's uh, last middle of day performance uh, for us um, was, uh, was a good, ex- I mean, like he really made uh, Volkov look very amateurish um, and just really ran through him pretty easily. Um, yeah. So, yeah. I mean, I, I, I was, and, and the fact that he even got a Kimura, like he just made his choices like as best as he could and he landed with a very very nice submission in that first round um kind of feel bad yeah. for Volkov, they were going but, a straight you know. arm lock oh right 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 um but yeah i don't know i don't know what's going to be next for for aspinall but we will have to wait and see yeah i uh was listening to rhino's show combat sports of rhino shout out the big homie uh before i was listening and he proposed this because because obviously tom aspinall called out tai to ivasa and he's like right, well yes. tai versus deep might actually be in the works how about Tom versus Cyril? I do like that. I like that. And the winners fight each other. I do A little like mini that. kind of four-man heavyweight tournament. That would fucking be the most exciting thing to happen in heavyweight since goddamn Francis Ngannou existed. Yeah, but but Tom is definitely making the – is giving a case for heavyweights being exciting. Uh, we oh, just hell yeah. A, we just need a higher, uh, higher contender for him. And him and Ty is awesome. Him and Cyril is awesome. Uh, him and really anyone that's – I think him and Cyril is probably the most – interesting technically yeah um, but him and ty would be a really really fun fight i honestly think he would beat cyril yeah me too and i think um, like it's it's crazy too because like one of the things i love about him is that he's fast and explosive but he's not just a striker yeah. like he doesn't i wouldn't say he has amazing wrestling but he has obviously good grappling and jujitsu and then like the fact that he can get it and he doesn't really kick a lot i was more of a boxer I mean, it was mm-hmm. you know amazing boxing but like the fact that he's also a black belt and just can just fucking submit you when and beat the fuck out of you on the feet, like I love that. Yeah. I love that. Um, yeah, I mean, great event yesterday. I mean, probably one of the best events I've I've seen in a very long time. Uh maybe I mean that's not necessarily true, but I just don't remember the arena being that big, like that pop or anything like that. It was it was really, really such a great way to come back to England. They were really, really dying for it and, and it was awesome apparently dana was like we're going back to england i don't give a fuck what the schedule says we're going later this year we're going again yeah i was like okay i mean i mean leon and usman there would be cool yeah that'd be weird though i hate when they do that when it's the challengers home turf i said i give a fuck about usman but no i don't give a fuck about leon yeah i don't know because especially like that fight would have to be a main event and i and i can't i can't fucking I, I, the, I'm already hearing it in my head. If Leon were to be the main event, I'm like, look at me on the main event of this card in my hometown. Look at that. Dreams come true. Like, bro, you're a fucking challenger. Like, stop. Dreams anyway, come dreams come true. Right. Well, that was a cool UFC event. Uh, you know, at, b- bigger. I mean, I don't know the last uh, fight night that was hosted at an arena pre pandemic. No, during the pandemic. Uh, well, it was the Jacksonville cards, I think, with uh, right. oh, right. Well, fight night, you mean versus yeah, fight, night, fight night, yeah, yeah, sorry, I think this was the first, yeah, yeah, so good. They they, they had the ones in Abu Dhabi where like Max fought Cater, like mm. that, but it was it was like 25% capacity or something like that. There was like a restriction. This yeah. was the first like full crowd 
you know, fight night that we could that had during the pandemic. Nice. Okay. Well, wow, I literally forgot our show format because Kevin's here. That's um, right. I fucked up everything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fucked up everything. Well, think about what you did because we're about to take a break. There I we go. Not instead, I'm going to send us off to a message from our sponsors. We have none. Huggies. Hey, bro, you can't say that. Yeah. And we're back. All back. Make sure to use Pampers for all your di- adult diaper needs. Can I was fucking run my own list. show here. What the hell? I can't even fucking come back from a break without this fucking guy saying a fucking Huggies ad. You guys get sponsored by literally every single type of diaper. That's not true, but we should. It depends on what you mean by every single uh... diaper. Yeah, that's true. Uh, anyway, <laughs> we have some some amazing questions. Uh, a little unorthodox, but I wanted to start from one on IG, so I want to make sure I don't forget it. We have our boy Shane Tara, literally been supporting me since early days, and uh, this guy's the man for 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 sticking around. Um, he says, "Question for the pod: If the UFC replaced Fitzgerald for Gooden on a mostly permanent basis, would be would broadcast be for the better or worse?" That's a really good question. Um, Easiest answer, the best. Like, yeah. I, I've gone to like, I like, I don't mind Fitzgerald. Like, I don't mind Fitzy. He's no, like, okay, but like, John Gooden is a fucking amazing. He's he's almost as good as Anik, or as good. Yeah, and like yeah, he actually spends time in in gyms and he trains. He's like really, you know, he's been following the sport for a long time. He used to do commentary for Cage Warriors before he got. The call up for the UFC, so yeah, 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 totally. Um, yeah, I yeah. mean, for the I, my answer is for the better. Yeah, it would just be for the better <laughs> because you know you have a guy named John Gooden. He should be on the broadcast and not a guy named Brendan Fitzgerald. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. No, I mean, um, yeah. I just uh, broke Leo. Uh, yeah. Um, yes. Yes. I. I think for the better. Bet the battle. I think for the better, uh, yeah, it would it would it would be uh, a lot better. I mean, maybe not a lot, but it would definitely be slightly better if it was John Gooden. Uh, for me, mo- more than slightly <laughs> all better. better. Yeah. yeah, all better. Yeah, Honestly, the best. Yeah, you're the best around. Nothing's gonna ever take you down. Thank you, thank you, Kevin. You're welcome. Yeah, you're very welcome. When do I win my mustache? Well, you know what? Now that there's three of us, we can do uh, more than words. Well, yeah. that's well. It might be. I still might be off sync. We're too. We're no, one hundred percent will be. I was joking. Yeah. Let's not do that. Yeah, let's not do it. But we could. You just broke his uh, soul. You really wanted than... to do that. Okay, let's go. What's the next? We have a voice question. Another one. Thank you, by the way, for the question. Yes, thank you, Shane Tara. Shane Tara is yes, the man. There we go, Shane Tara. Yeah. Um. This is a fucking great question that I can't um, can't wait to play. It's from our homie MMA by Milliken. Here we go. Friendly sparring podcast. What's going on? It's your man MMA by Milliken. Okay. So we found out that the real life Batman is actually Kevin Holland. <laughs> it's not some white dude in a costume. It's Kevin Holland in a t-shirt with some alcohol in his hand. 
what's his theme music? Since he's a superhero, he needs theme music. <laughs> what is his theme music? Come on, people. Come on. I need to know. <laughs> Inquiring minds need to know. You guys take it easy. I think I got this one. Um, for me, oh. and I don't know why, um, <laughs> this song just popped in my head just now. Um, the song by, um, I think it's, uh, I think the artist's name, his name is OG Mako. And the song is called You Guessed It. It sounds really? almost like this. I'm just kidding. I'm not going to play it. But no. anyway, just look up the song OG Mako by, uh, sorry, look up the look up the song You Guessed It by OG Mako. And that's you Guessed exactly, It by OG Mako. And that's exactly Kevin Holland's theme. You know what, what my choice is for him? And I should preface this because I, I want Kevin to weigh in on this. You know, the question is about a guy named Kevin Holland. I feel like our Kevin should weigh in on this. Mm. Plus, the answer is just music, and you know music, so that's but you need a little bit of context. So there's a guy named Kevin Holland who's a who's a fighter in the UFC. He Last lives October. in Oh, you want to talk about the, the carjacking as well? Yeah, yeah, so we can, so he, we can reference last, him being yeah, Batman. Reference, yeah, yeah. Batman. Exactly. So last October he was driving around with his coach or something, and they started like, Hey, that's my car. He stole that guy stole my car. And they followed this guy, cut him off, took, took him out, choked him out, wait for the cops to come. Kevin Holland did this, yes. Yeah, basically apprehended a car thief, is what we're saying. Uh-huh. Fast forward to a few weeks ago. Not if it was like last week, sometime last week. Because mm-hmm. it happened It happened after we recorded last. So That's right, yeah. sometime in this past week. He was at a sushi restaurant in Houston. An active shooter comes in, a gunman comes in to, he threatens to shoot up the place. Kevin Holland, along with, I think, I think two other people were credited, but Kevin Holland, when he was interviewed about it, he mentioned one guy as being like the main one who helped out. Took him down, apprehended him, got the gun, choked him out. So he's a fucking superhero. Yeah. Kevin Holland grew up doing Kung Fu. That was his first martial art. And when he posted about it on Instagram that day, he was like, I'm out here Kung Fu fighting. So my choice for his theme song, everybody was kung fu fighting. Those cats are fast as lightning. I do like that idea. That should be his next walkout song. Fuck anything else that he walks out. Yeah. Go on, Kevin. What do you think? Okay. As a impartial third party to this. And uh, after hearing the story. I swear to God, if you pick a Primus song. What I'm going with here, one something that's jumping to mind for me is uh, Going Out West by Tom Waits. Oh, I like that. Oh, that's a very Kevin Chiley answer. Yes. (laughs) It's not Primus what I was expecting. I anyone else. And you didn't include my middle name, you jackass. (laughs) Kevin Chiley, baby. Kevin Michael Chiley, baby. Thank you. I love how you share a middle name. I don't know if we've ever mentioned that before. Oh, yeah. No, you're just juicy. Oh, wow. Yeah. I'm just Giuseppe. Yeah, Yeah, Giuseppe. (laughs) That's the name of the episode. That's 100% named Giuseppe. Giuseppe. Um, Yeah. So those are our answers, whether you wanted them or not. But you definitely did because you asked the question. Anyways. You're so when would anyone ask you a question not want the answer <laughs> just walk away anyways i want to pose this question think about it definitely don't answer it on air <laughs> no, no answers for it but just you know think about yeah. it i want your listeners to weigh in but not you fuck you <laughs> i want to use this as a platform to get my message out but fuck you yeah <laughs> User, I swear to God, I'm gonna send next time I send a question to a podcast. I'll be like, hey, this is just don't, don't answer this. 
<laughs> that's a great way to preface it with don't answer this yeah don't answer this but uh but thank you guys. go check out mma by Milliken, his podcast suspect picks love it it's good stuff all right here is a question from front kicks and throw cuddles leo long time no see it is ty from the front kicks and throw cuddles podcast Ah, what a great night of fights, or a day, depending on where you are. Um, so with that being said, my question to you as they're reading the decision, do you believe Volkov is the new gatekeeper of the heavyweight division? Let me know what you think. Love the show. I'll catch you guys later. Peace. Great question, Ty. Leo, I'm going to let you take this one first. Since it was directed to him. <laughs> Yeah, that's a good point. Um, I'm just sorry. I'm really just pulling up the rankings really fast just to check. Yeah, I'm go gonna, ahead. Take your I mean, time. What I'm leaning toward, what I'm leaning towards is uh is yes. Um yeah, well, yeah. Yeah, I can't see anyone else that that's been there long enough. I can't <laughs> I can't see anyone else that's been there long enough that would be that would that would be another another gatekeeper. Everyone else has already retired or anything along those lines. So yeah, yeah. Yeah. Honestly, probably. for me, sounds like we're saying I yeah. think he's like a litmus test. He's like whatever is below gatekeeper. Like he's like the keeper to the gatekeeper. Yeah, yeah. So it's sort of like it's like a good way to test young up and coming talent if you beat someone that kind of builds a name off of them. Like no disrespect to Stipe or any of his fans. If Stipe were to lose his next fight, I would probably consider him a gatekeeper. Because like if he fights Ty, Ty beats him. He's going to title shot. Like that's true gatekeeper status, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's kind of where I fall with it. But I think he's honest. It's definitely not like an out of nowhere question. But like I think he's. Not quite the gatekeeper yet. I think Volkov is like the gatekeeper to the gatekeeper, which is so weird to say. Boss. Yeah. Yeah, the mini boss. Exactly. The mini boss. Yeah. The mini boss. Yeah. Cake boss. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. Thank you, Ty. Go check out the front kicks and throat cuddles. And uh, here is our boy, Rhino. Hey, Juicy Lee, what's your homie Rhino from the Combat Sports hey. Rhino podcast? So, UFC London just finished, I don't know, about three hours ago at the time I'm leaving this message. Holy shit, what a card. Fucking uh, nine out of the 12 fights were finishes, and some of them were in like incredible, spectacular fashion, knockouts, and submissions. I just want to let you guys know, besides the Molly spinning back elbow which of course is juice's number one juice what is your second favorite finish doesn't have to be a ko could be a submission your second favorite finish uh, of the night and then uh leo let me know your favorite finish on the night can be molly mccann because that's too easy <laughs> and we all know it's juices for sure but i love to hear you guys answers love you guys love the show talk to you later uh for me it's easy go on it is without a doubt Mohammed Mulkayev over Cody Durden. Okay. First of all, Cody Durden is a piece of shit. Great. Mulkayev hit him with that flying knee, which mm-hmm. KO'd him, and then he choked him out. It's two for one. It's a I twofer. Mean, it's... He hit him with the knee, and then he choked him out. 
happy that it's just remained. He put um, the guillotine. All right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, uh, mine, I, I'm going to, like, Paul Craig. Stop Paul, Paul <laughs> Craig. Oh, I, yeah, that's a yeah, good Paul one. Craig's that... probably, just because, like, uh, it was just so, everyone was like, oh, this person, like, he's done. Like, Paul Craig better do something. And he did. Yeah. I think that's, I think everyone collectively around the world was like, well, he better do something. And then they're like, oh, okay. <laughs> it's almost like the world was in Paul Craig's corner. Yeah. And they were just like, and and the second they said that, he was like, oh, yeah, why didn't I think of that? And yeah. then just, oh, you weak hunt, you better do something. I was like, oh, better throw up the triangle now. Easy. Yeah. Um, yeah. That was my, I mean, it was just so good. It was, it was out of nowhere. And, and I guess you could say it was out of nowhere, but you know, with knowing Paul Craig, it's not really out of nowhere. Like, yeah, is the way the way he fucking said the post interview was like, it may sound stupid, but my game plan is just to get hit in the face. <laughs> like, okay, yeah, I believe you. And it worked. Like, it worked. I thought I'd let him hit me in the face a bit. <laughs> it's like, okay. Um. Yeah, that's my favorite thing. Mm-hmm. It's a good question because it was yeah. pretty. It was a, a, a lot of. Like you said, nine? He's right, though. It's like, far and away, Molly was the best finish of the night. Not even me being biased. Like, Yeah, no. If you thought thought any of the other finishes were better, like, you're biased. By the way, people shitting on Molly for no reason. Oh, well. Her opponent was a bum or whatever. I was like, come on. No. Calling her, I mean, calling calling what's her name a bum was, uh, was no. No, I mean, it's a, you know, fighter that's, you know. It's just like, in the that's UFC. exactly and like anyone in that division. Like if they had just signed this girl and she had a fucking losing record, then it's like, okay, yeah, she's fighting a can, but she's fighting some of those at least two wins in the UFC. She's on a two I will win say, I, 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 the only thing I will say is Molly grabbing the belt was a little. Okay. Listen, uh, there was a representation of her fucking scouseness. There wasn't an actual UFC title. Obviously that's a good point. I mean, yeah, but it, other than like everyone was like saying it's like really cringy. I was like, it's not that cringy. You know, no, come it's on. not. It's no worse than Valentina Shevchenko knocking the fuck out of people and then dancing in the in the octagon. Yeah, and by the way, Derek Lewis did that once. He had a fucking belt from the kiosk, and he was like, "At this time, I'm the champion, so I'm just going to defend my belt." And everyone thought it was fucking hilarious because yeah, it Molly is. does it, and everyone's like, "Whatever, up in arms." You're right. Yeah. You know what? Actually, I take back what I said about Valentina. Nothing is cringy enough in the octagon. Nothing is cringy enough. Yeah, I don't believe in uh, cringe factor in the octagon. There's people that hate Valentina's dancing, dude. Can you imagine that? Yeah, it's kind of weird. Fucking hate Valentina's fucking dancing. I hope she loses your fucking... (laughs) It's really the mustache. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Very, very angry. Very angry. I feel like with the mustache, I actually kind of look like Tom. Oh, great. Yeah. (laughs) A little bit, actually. Start getting surprised. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And uh, smoking chicken tenders with the a with the n, so that we know it's not real meat. Fucking amazing. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Um, Thank you, Rhino, for the question. Thank you, Rhino, for the question. Here is the homie decom. Oh, that's right. We have one more. Hey, Juice Leo, what the fuck is up, my friendly sparring family? Wow, that was a really fun uh, card. Watching meatball spin like that was nothing short of goddamn magic. Uh, I wanted to hear your thoughts, though, on uh, what's next for Patty. I'd love to see the UFC beat him to a lion, to be honest with you, like a, a legit contender. But 
you know, all lying. I, I want to see him get his ass kicked or hear me out, sit on Bisbing's lap and get worked like a ventriloquist dummy. I think that would be a good show. Um, I just wanted to hear your thoughts on what's next for the Muppet with the haircut. Love you, boys. Can't wait to listen to the show. Muppet that belt is mine. <laughs> uh, I say about the five pig league belt, dude. Dequans will DM me once a week about the belt. He's like, I'm fucking coming for that belt. It's a great belt. <clears throat> it is the best belt of all time. We should show Kevin after this. We should, yeah. How far? How how far deep is it in your closet? Oh, it's accessible. It's just it's. I'd have to go around the hall. Like it's not. I, I'm not gonna do it on air to answer that question. Yeah, great. Don't do it on so air. He's got it in the glass case. Well, yeah. yeah, I've got it in the yeah, glass so case. You, you see it. You'll see. You'll see why you should because it's fucking yeah. nice. Um. Uh. Next for Patty. Uh, I'm gonna. Oh shit! Damn it. By the way, it made me laugh so hard question. that he said "lion." The way he said it made me seem like an actual lion. They're like, I think they should feed him a lion. Feed him to a <laughs> lion. Lions. They're like a legit lion. <laughs> I think they should send him to Africa and like have a lion eat him. Yeah, that's fair. That's the next step of UFC. How is like? I don't fucking care. These fucking lions. I will choke them out. <laughs> yeah. Um. I, I don't know. I, I feel like Patty's going to... I mean, he needs he needs to stop dodging Ilya Tupuri is what he needs to do. Well, that's what I was going to say. The thing is, is that everyone keeps it like he he is in Ilya's path, which is... Sorry, he himself said that he is in Ilya's path, which is strange. He's like, Ilya can wait. And then I was like, wait, but he, he even said, like, I need to build. I need to... I, I have a long way to go before I'm the champion. And I need to build up to that. And I was like, Ilya Tupuri is on that path like you guys are both not right yeah. like you're saying you're actually saying but he said the first thing he said on the mic was that guy can wait and i was like but he just knocked out someone is on three night like you guys are destined to clash anyway so i don't know if you want to fight him for more money but the only thing that, like as a thing he can fall back on is like Ilya's technically a featherweight like sure yeah, no, I mean, I definitely want to see the fight. And I, like I said, I think they have legit bad blood. Yeah. Patty fucking shit all over his country. Yep. And then Elio said, don't talk like that. And then try to punch him. Another day, he went on Ariel's show. Like, he's legit super angry. Yeah. Because he was that like, he talked about the fucking war. Yep. I was around when that happened. Fucking kids were dying. My friends were losing their their parents. Like, yeah. you don't fucking talk about that. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he no, really it was, wants it was to kill pretty, pretty bad for Pat, Patty to do that. I mean, like, you know, a lot of people were making the reference, like, you know, could you imagine if it was a, he said that to a Ukrainian fighter during, now? So it was yeah. just like, yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty fucked up what Patty said. Um, very fucked up. But uh, yeah, I just, I don't know. I don't think, um, I, I think that's, that's who they should, they should fight. And the fight has, it's already built in. So I don't understand. Yeah. I don't really get it, but Dana's going to say what he's going to say. And it is going to be what it's going to be. I also feel like um, Patty should fight someone like fucking Moicano, who would just beat the fucking shit out of him, dude. I do like that. I mean, we'll, we'll, we we can have we have to wait and see. the UFC's got a I don't know what his contract is like. I don't know how many. I mean, obviously it's two fight. It, what, what usually what's the first contract? Do you know for any fighter? I mean, I, mean, I don't think Patty, it's standard. Patty I think star a six power. fight contract. Okay, six fight. Okay, it's pretty standard. But like Eddie Alvarez, when he came in the UFC, he had like an eight fight contract. 
Okay. And sometimes people will do a four fight contract, like right. You know, yeah. Part of me feels like uh, Patty's would probably be like a four already, but I don't know. Maybe because we'll he had some star power from before, so we'll see. Um, but anyway, I think we answered all the questions. I think we did. Yeah. Oh, and he said the idea of him being on the fucking do a ventriloquist show with Bisping. Yeah, I thought that because he's a Muppet. It's great. Yeah. He is a fucking Muppet. Yeah. Not easy. Being... I wish they. I wish they did like more of those Muppet movies where like one, uh, you have one human or whatever. Imagine it with fucking Patty. He was like, Kermit, you're stupid. <laughs> you can't see even fuck Miss Piggy. <laughs> Personal relationships are none of your business, there. <laughs> I don't know why. Oh, I went. Mr. Pimble, that's all nice of you to say. Hi ho. I don't fucking care. You fucking stupid frog. Great. Well, listen, man. The Muppets versus UFC. Yeah. I will fuck you up. Okay? Whoa! How did Kevin pull out the knife when Whoa. I pulled out the knife? Whoa! Little did he know I was going to. Really never made an appearance on this podcast before, and it's made twice, twice today. What are the odds? What are the fucking odds? It calls to you. All right. Nice, um, nice tiny knife. Let's pull up our Twitter forum. Did I forget to pin? No, I didn't. Great. All right. The first question is from Monsieur Mick at Mixed to Doo. He says, How hungover is Tommy Sup, Dairy Free Nomad, and Fabian Jib today? Those are the couple of the UK MMA Twitter homies. Who went to see the fucking fights, and they are extremely. very humble, extremely yeah. like there's not they, even they sent, they sent the video of like the outside of the O2 arena after Aspinall had won, and it was pretty bananas out yeah. there. So definitely, he also posted two photos. Here's one. This is before the fight, mm-hmm. and this is I would assume during. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it's like so fucking different. As they're like uh, fucking train spotting right there. <laughs> Shitting right in the sheets. Shitting right in the sheets. Yep. Uh, he says, uh, his second question, Arnold Allen about that life. Who's he fight next and what's his ceiling? I honestly think Arnold Allen could be a champion in the next two years. I agree with you on that one, especially with the way he performed last night. Yeah. And people, people that listen to my show and Rhino's show might think that I just still stole love from him. But when I listened to his show today, I was like, I fucking like I thought that already. Like I was like, you fucking took the words out of my mouth. So we're just parallel thinking there. Um, fuck, maybe even in one year, depending on how the matchups go, because the motherfuckers on a nine fight win streak in the UFC like that's unheard of. Yeah. Like, yeah, I think it, the problem is he hasn't fought enough ranked guys and he's not as active. So he's on people's minds. But if he if he stays more active, like, bro, if he fights fucking. I mean, he said he said Calvin Cater is next for him, and yeah. I think that's true. That's a great call, out, actually. Yeah. yeah, I think that I would that's, love to that see that fight. The, the next, the next. Even if they the give run. him Giga, yeah, I'm here for that fight. But, but I, I'm actually, I think I'm, actually, I'm definitely more for the Calvin Cater fight. I think that they're 100%. fighting. Their fighting styles kind of are very win. similar, and they're both tough dudes. Um, but oh, if, yeah, that would be yeah, a hell of a Cater, fight. If Arnold beats Cater. Arnold goes against Max Holloway after that. Ooh, dude. Yeah, make it Ooh, come. Ooh, I'm going to fucking come right now. Oh, just did. Hey, hey, all right. Um, 
yeah I, I, yeah i mean dude okay first of all i'm not putting this bad juju out there but a little bit but dude if korean zombie wins oh it's gonna be a free-for-all i can't wait oh right anyway and then his uh well, I should say his last question, but he had one of his like, seriously, this fucking guy sexier than Bond? Maybe about the fucking guy that I pulled up. The, this is Wally. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He's, uh, he's, he's the next James Bond for sure. Yeah. <laughs> but he said, time allowing, power rank the top five to six fighters coming out of the UK who have yet to fight for a belt. Jizz. jizz. Good jizz. <laughs> like horse cum. Like horse cock. Right. Horse cock. Have any of these fuckers Fucker. ever uh, fought for a belt time, um, allowing, time allowing power rank the top five six fighters to come out of the uk who yet to fight, fight for a belt. i mean the the current the card yesterday like, exactly patty pimblet molly but, mccann like no, molly's above patty fuck you Oh right, okay. Were you just yeah. listing? I was like, just yeah, I was just listing fair. the fighters. Okay. Um, you know, Jack Shore. Jack Shore is honestly yeah. above Molly, if I yeah. if I'm being honest, which is hard for me to be honest because I'm really biased. Yeah, everyone that was on that card last night that was that was British, with the exception of, I mean, Dana White even said it that with the exception of um, mm. Leon Edwards. Um, I was like, Leon Edwards has to be on that list as far as like because I mean, he's now announced to be fighting for a belt, but he's yet to fight for a belt. But yeah, yeah, Leon Edwards um, is definitely on that list, yeah, especially for how many fights. But he legitimately, had. like Tom Aspinall, like I said, he could easily be fighting for an interim belt soon, depending on the situation with Francis. Like mm-hmm. his next fight could easily be for the interim or Absolutely. the fight after that. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got Arnold Allen, who if he had fought some more names, he would be already fighting for a belt. You got mm-hmm. fucking Jack Shore, who just looked like goddamn bantamweight GSP out there against mm-hmm. Seymour Valley. I'm like, what the fuck? That's amazing. Uh, and then you got uh, Leon Edwards, like I said. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean... Molly, obviously, my girl Molly. That fucking spinning elbow, dude. I can't stop thinking about it. It was amazing. Um, and Mick, we did have time. Yeah. Time allowed. I, I thought I was like, there's always time. time for that. There's always yeah. time. I'll make time. Yeah, exactly. Um, but great question. Great questions. And this question from our loyal patron, David Everett at Pulp Fiction Buff. He says, Ilya wants Patty badly, but does he get him? After his fight, Patty acted like he's above Ilya, even though Ilya has twice the UFC fights and three KOs in a row. If the UFC wants to promote Patty, they'd better follow Patty's lead and keep him away from Ilya. What do you guys think? I mean, 100% agree. Like everything you just yeah. said is true. U- UFC's um, opinion on it is it, for money making is to not burn out the star so yeah keep him away from Ilya yeah. for a little bit but their paths are going to cross at some point if Ilya wins again if Ilya gets another knockout and he's on a four knockout streak it's got to happen he said i watched the post fight show they put maddie and they put they, maddie i was gonna say maddie and polly they put patty and molly on the desk together mm-hmm. and the, the the place is going insane like yeah they know what they have with those yeah then they have to keep and they have to keep that allure they like, got to protect them exactly they and you know he's he's really you know at, at the very least until they get to to london at least at least two more times i'm gonna say yeah um, so we got some time but but yeah that's kind of like i said it's kind of weird to think because i think I, like i said before Ilya is 100 in patty's um uh path he, he has to be like there's no there's no doubt about it yeah. um i so feel like if patty loses like maybe two in a row they'll be like what about the Ilya fight? 
Yeah, like, that, that'll like that'll bring a little bit more excitement. But if he doesn't, yeah, they're they're on they're gonna they're gonna have fireworks in the in the arena. Um, so yeah. Well, that's all the questions we had. So, and now we're gonna give our picks for UFC for Fight Night Columbus: Blades versus Daukus. Yeah, and guest starring Kevin Michael Shelley because he gets to make his picks based on uh, yeah. fighters. I'm gonna pull up both tapology. Well, I'm gonna write Kevin's down to see just how, how can... fucking successful someone can be. Oh God! Uh, By just throwing darts because no. that's me. Yeah. To be honest with you. But you have uh, but, a little bit more like basis for it. Like this will be Kevin. No, absolutely no knowledge. Just fucking whatever. I'm gonna do Kevin's picks. Here we go. Well, I'm gonna pull up the the UFC's page, even though they don't have fight order yet. Yeah, topology. Uh, but topology does. I have, I have topology up as well. Oh, okay. Oh, so I see what you're saying because he get like so the he can so he can look at them and everything. You know, yeah. At least get something. So the first fight I have for the main card, which is a interesting fight. Uh, is Alexi Olenek versus Alir Latifi, mm-hmm. which is kind of insane. That's these two guys, Kevin. Okay, so I'm going to go ahead and say... No, don't. I, I don't want Kevin's pick to be colored by ours. So we're going to give him... You're going to give him first... got to get first Kevin's dip. first? Exactly. He's got to get first dip. So these are the first two? Um, <laughs> can I just tell you something that's really fucking funny? Yeah. Um, I, was, I was literally about to say, look at their records. Alexi Olenek has fought so many fucking people. Bro, his <laughs> like... first fight was in like 97. <laughs> He's been fighting over 20 years. I, I, years. I, I was like, just look at the records to give it an idea. And <laughs> He's fought so many people. So many people, dude. That is too many people. That's almost... 59, 16, and 1. So Kevin, give your pick. Can I tell you something? Also, Russian people will be like, he lost 16 times. Yeah, Bum. Exactly. <laughs> Bum. Uh, Jackie Chan. And their Bum. nicknames. This uh, Leo TV's nickname is the Sledgehammer, and Alexio Linux's nickname is the Boa Constrictor. I think I should purposely try and make these just like terrible calls just based on those. Dude, whatever. Like, yeah, just say, just say, just you say have no basis either way. You know so what? Just say, yeah, whatever. exactly. Just say Leo Latifi because I like his nipples. Yeah, I mean, that is a very valid point. Great. Glorious. Great. Uh, all right, let's go for that. Great. He's, all right, Kevin. Kevin's, yeah, and please write it down that Kevin picked it because of his nipples. Yeah, yes. I'm going to write that down. Let the record show. Glorious. This is yeah, based nipples. on nipples. Yeah. Alia Latifi. Well, we can honestly say that now my opinion was just tainted by Leo because he said it before me. So That's true. Well, it wasn't his taint. Just, it was his well, nipples. Well, on the next one, you'll just give another example as to what your choices would be, and we're going to go with that. But uh, Juice, what is your pick? I'm going with the bow constrictor. I'm yeah, going with Alexi. Don't get me wrong, Alir could win. I, I agree, but no. but yeah, but it's fucking it's a little by a little bias here. I love Alexi. Yeah, um, and me too. And I think he's great. Uh but the nipple, but the nipples. <laughs> the, the Next nipples. one. Matt Next. Brown versus Brian Barberina. You got that one? Yep, Matt Brown versus Brian Barberina. So these are these are the two guys. There's their records right there. There's their there's their um, fighter nicknames, um, and you get to pick. Uh, oh yeah, you bo- get to and pick. They, and they both both won their last fights. Yeah, go with this Matt Brown. Nice, I like it. Good choice. And I think I'm gonna go with Matt Brown as well. Yeah, I'm gonna go actually go with Barbarina. Okay, 
because he doesn't. Kevin, any any basis for that Matt Brown pick? Is it like the nickname or? Just want to. I want the record to show the logic behind it. I want the record to show that uh, Leo is zooming in on Matt Brown's uh, cock right now. So you know, I that's. I mean, I feel like this whole thing is just going to be Leo subconsciously putting his opinions on me. Well, he already he already made the pick for Matt Brown. He already said that. I'm just showing him that he what Matt Brown is claiming is that his cock is immortal. Yeah. And it is. Anyway, cool. Great, great. Hey, now, great pick. Um, all right, what do we got next? Okay, then I guess then Ask this our, one's a very interesting one. Yeah. Kai Car friends. This is going to be a good effing fight. Yes. These are the two men that are fighting. This is Kevin. the number one contenders fight. And these are uh, flyweights. So they're really tiny guys. Um, incredibly tiny, but they could probably beat the shit out of us. And that's their fight. Oh, yeah, well, let's see. Now you're trying to do it again. Hold on, hold on. Damn it. That's their um, that's their fighter nicknames, and they both won their last fights, and that's their records. I'm uh, I'll go with this Kai Kara France. I am also gonna go with Kai Kara France. Same. All right. We Good love Kai. This is great. Yeah, we definitely did bandwagon off of you. Um, I think it's gonna be a fun fight, but I I I I just I want Kai to win. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. Team right, don't next. blink all the way. Team don't blink. Oh, did this fuck up? Oh, no, Joanne okay. Wood versus Alexa Grasso. Joanne Wood versus Alexa Grasso. Great Grasso. fight. Great fight. This is her their fighter nicknames. You notice Alexa doesn't have a nickname. Uh, that's their records. Um, Joanne Wood. Her name. Her name used to be Joanne Calderwood. Calderwood. But she married a guy named Wood, and she was like, "I'm just gonna drop the Calder and have the same last name." Yeah. No, the it's same first name. Okay. Well, it's funny. It's like she is Scottish, and she was asked about it on Ariel Hawani's show, and he was hey, like, "Hey, you can't say that to Kevin. You're introducing bias." Am I introducing bias? Oh, that's right. He loves Scottish things, but he was. She was like, like Ariel was like, "Oh, you're less Scottish now that you dropped the Calder," and she was like, "Actually, it makes me more Scottish. There's like a there's a whole history with the Wood Clan." There's more. I'm actually more Scottish now. And I was like, I don't know if you're more Scottish by marrying an American guy, but okay. But all right, Wood. But okay. Uh, this. I mean, this fight is interesting. Uh, I'm not gonna lie. It's a pretty. It's a pretty good fight. Yeah. Yeah. Alexa Grasso. I was just looking at her typology page. Sometimes the UFC doesn't list it properly. I was like, hmm, doesn't sound right. But then I'm like, remember, like, no, I can't remember. Yeah. What it or having a nickname. So. Um. Go on, Kevin. Uh, um, okay, I'm gonna I'll go for this Alexa Grasso, and then afterwards she'll win the nickname of the Lumberjack. Obviously. Oh, I like that. Yeah, yeah. that's a good totally. bias. Um, that's a good bias. Grosso. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with JoJo. I'm gonna go with JoJo. I think I'm, go- I'm going Grasso. Yeah, I'm gonna go with JoJo. What about Grasso Chingasos? Throwing. Uh, Remember that guy? Some, I can throw some. Chingasos myself. Yeah, <laughs> I can throw some chingasos myself. No, do you remember that though? That's the guy I tweeted about. Like, who is Peggy Knuckles? And this guy goes, "What about Grasso Chingasos?" <laughs> yes, I do. Remember. You remember that? Oh man, I love that guy's a legend. Whoever you are, shout Grasso's. out to you if you're listening. Chingasos, thanks. 
Thanks it was for amazing. Calling. I Thanks literally for calling was like, us fuckers. What fighter would you nickname Peggy Knuckles? Yeah. No one says anything for like an hour. This yeah. guy replies, What about Grasso Chingasos? That's a good, by the way, that should be her, her nickname. Alexa, presentando la hija de México. You know, he always does that. Yeah. Alexa, chingaso, gaso. That's a good nickname. That's a good nickname. I love it, dude. I swear um, to God, that should be her nickname. Yeah. Um, all right. And our last, this is our main event of the evening, mm. five rounds for these two heavyweights. We have Curtis Blades, who got knocked out by Derek Lewis, and also Chris Dacus, who also got, got knocked, knocked out, out by, by Derek, Derek Lewis. Basically, Derek Lewis's children. Yeah, they're both his kids. Uh, so that's the records. Mm. Chris Dacus doesn't have a fighter nickname. It's weird. It's very weird that we don't have that on there. Okay, so um, I'm going to go with Curtis. And then there's going to be a special thing at the end of the fight. He's going to pull out a cleverly hidden blade and uh, shave Chris's beard off. I do like that. That's yeah. a good, yeah, that's a that's good Chris's nickname at that point will now be Babyface. Oh, whoa. Ooh. Making a name for him. I like that's it right. too. That's very specific. What's um, uh, Curtis Blades walks out to the Mortal Kombat theme song. Which is great. Didn't want to tell you that because it would be biased, but the fact that you picked him, I feel like it was destiny. Uh, yeah, I'm going with Blades too. I'm also going with Blades. Yeah, I don't think that I don't think the Kyle Dawkins. Uh, can... Yeah, he's gonna fucking he's gonna wrestle Kyle. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't think I don't think that. Um, yeah, I don't think that. I said Kyle Dawkins. What the fuck, Chris? Yeah, yeah. Chris Kyle Dawkins definitely couldn't hold up to Curtis Blades. He's fucking yeah. 185 pounds. Um, Curtis Blades but, uh, would fucking maul him. Yeah, but but Curtis, I think after um, you know, I think he's just ready to wrestle fuck the fuck out of Chris. Yeah. And do it, do it, and do it to make it where like wrestling is like cool. I think I think Curtis is gonna show up in spectacular fashion. I, I think that's never been on his mind to show up in spectacular fashion, but but I think he's going to this time. The the most exciting fight he's ever had was the Overeem fight where he just fucking dropped those elbows and it was that was a nasty finish to be honest with you, dude. Yeah, so he's gonna do it again. He's gonna beat that cop up. Yeah, I was gonna say he's gonna say, "You fucking copper." Yeah, that's exactly what he's gonna say. He's gonna turn into someone from the nineteen twenty. Yeah, same pause. Uh, yeah. Couldn't figure out what to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. good. Very insecure. Yeah, you fucking copper. copper. Yeah, just so. Mad. Uh, yeah, I wanted. There's about to be a one eight seven. Yeah, sure. Yeah, great. We're great. Yeah, all those things. Um, cool. Well, that was the episode. Um, Kevin, that's pretty short episode. I will say. Sometimes we get longer. Give me your goddamn money, all right? You can follow me <laughs> at uh, Leo GH two one one three on Instagram and Twitter. Kevin, where can they follow you? Uh, Kevin M Shiley at on Twitter at Kevin M Shiley. At Kevin M. Shiley on Twitter as yeah. well. And what's your, what about Instagram? Kevin actually has some really funny tweets. That fucking Ned Flanders one. I think it's your pin tweet still. Like, if you, you can't handle me, my Oakley, you don't deserve me at my Dokley. That's true. That was hilarious. Um, I got to give you props for that. Um, yeah. Kevin is great and follow him. And Gosh, I'm, and, and you know what? You can find him on Instagram too. So yeah. do it. Yeah. Same, same, same handle, right? Kevin M. Shiley. Yeah, just Kevin M. Shiley. Yep. 
Okay. Fucking then, A. Uh, follow Juice on wherever you follow Juice. Yeah. People know how to find me. Yeah. People know how to find him. And if they don't, these other people that Juice is about to list off know. Yes. My, our patrons. Most of them follow me. Just kidding. All of them follow me. Um, APB, Sandy Pants, Alex from Jersey, T Cross, Fee, Dave L, Jimmy the Drunk, Tricky Dick, Mixed a Man, Anonymous, David Everett, Wholesome MMA, Brian Pichet, Dave, aka Nobby Buckles, Supermanly Nick, David S, and D Crons, the fucking amazing patrons of this podcast who support us in what we do. And if you want to join them, go to patreon.com slash friendly sparring where you can see how goddamn ridiculous this fucking zoom filter mustache is on my stupid face right now. It's quite lovely. Uh, yeah. Uh, honestly, never getting rid of it. Yeah. Even when my real mustache grows back, never getting rid of it. I really can't wait. I kept the San Francisco background up for like three weeks. Anyways, that's all the time we have for today.